welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. This week we take off with the latest chapter in the Fast and Furious saga, F9. At its core, the series has always been about family, but F9 takes it to a whole nother level, doing a deep dive into the Toretto family history, while introducing a new family member, Dom and Mia's estranged brother, Jacob, played by series newcomer John Cena. Not only do we get to meet Jacob, but we also see the return of other beloved members within the Fast family. So, Tammy, what did you think of this family reunion? Um, it was as crazy as the Fast and Furious series has become. Um, I wasn't disappointed when it came to, like, the crazy, out-of-this-world, impossible antics and stunts and everything like that that went into it. Um, I love, like, I think the strongest point of this whole series, why it has gone on so long, is the bond of the Toretto crew. And so I just loved seeing all the fan favorites come back. Um, you know, we can talk about uh, John Cena a little bit later being added to, you know, the crew. Um, but yeah, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it for the Fast and the Furious movie that it was, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, it does. I like when I told someone we were uh, watching it, they were like, why are you going to watch that? And I'm like, because I love the Fast and Furious, it's like um, one of my guilty, it's become a guilty pleasure for me. Um, I know that I have to suspend belief when I watch it. I know it's just going to be batshit crazy. Um, I know it's not going to have like the best acting or whatever, but I just love the series. And uh, I, I've mentioned this several times before. I rewatched the entire series last summer during the height of the pandemic. Um, and yes, F3 Tokyo Drift still fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> there's no way to make up for that. I, I Yeah, but, um, you know, I, I love that they keep trying to put it in there. And it's like a shout out now. They know how much the movie sucks, but they keep trying to say, yeah, it's still part of the family. It's that redheaded stepchild we still got to own. But, right. <laughs> um, and so it was nice seeing that they included the F3 crew in the movie. Um, you know, Lucas Black, uh, Bow Wow, who definitely, you cannot call him Lil Bow Wow anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, grown-ass man now, y'all. Um, and <laughs> uh, the other dude, uh, I forgot, um, but um, who's also on one of my favorite shows, Warrior. So I, I, I do like the way that they, they keep trying to incorporate or they bring back um, the family and they they tie all of the series together a lot of times the sequels they they won't do that they'll just keep the main character or main characters and then have them go on to something different and it's very rare that they revisit but it's like with the exception of the rock once once part of the fast family always part of the fast family um you know but and that's just because we know about the feud between the rock and um Dude, I'm having a brain fart now. Vin Diesel, sorry. So um, who was your favorite return um, in the movie besides Han, which we will talk about? Well, no, 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 no. You can't say besides Han because I was going to say, <laughs> isn't it obvious? It is it's Han. Han. Like, okay. I, I love Sung Khan. I love him. Um, it's I, I kind of, he's like the one Thing. Like, I'm really upset on the fact that um, he really did try to um, build a career off of 
how much of a fan favorite he was on the Fast and the Furious series. And he just has not been able to get like a TV series that really like puts it out there without him being killed in the first like one or two episodes. And the one show that he did have, I watched. Uh, it was like he was FBI or something like that. Um, and it just didn't survive. Um, so it kind of upsets me. But I I love the fact that Han was coming back. I even, I was okay. Like I, it, the storyline of how he came back was even accepted. Um, it was acceptable on how he came back. It was accepted on the fact of like how um, he got his adopted daughter, um, Elle. Like that whole, his whole storyline, like, I loved it. Like, I wasn't like, oh, come on now, for real? Like, no. Like, I was so happy when Han came back and they showed him actually coming back rather than it being like a flashback or something something like that that they would do um, to kind of trick us into thinking he was there. No, he was at, he, he's actually in the movie, y'all. So um, for anyone out there who's a huge fan of Han, like, yes, he is there. He's back. And you are going to love him just as much in this movie as you did in previous movies. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say lesser um, characters who came back first. But yeah. Um, Who's a lesser character that came back? We can, talk about, we can talk about that in a minute. Yes, go ahead. Okay, but um, there are several, but um, I agree with you completely. Oh, God, it's hell about to Lord forgive me. <laughs> it's hell about to freeze over. Like, I'm agreeing with Why you. Why you got so, like that, Eddie? Because <laughs> it's rare. That means something's wrong. It's not even I agree with you, but it's just I agree. But it, but it's Han though. Like it, yeah, it's, it's Han. And plus, and so I, I'm with you. At, at first, I thought, okay, are they going to do the okie doke and try to pull the wool over our eyes and do a flashback? And I was like, they better not. That would be such a cheap shot. Um, but they didn't. And the way he, and then after that, I was like, okay, how are they going to make this possible? Because it is the fast and the furious. You've come to know that you have to suspend belief sometimes when watching the movies or a lot of times when watching the movies and some of the plot holes and the plot lines. So it's like, okay, but given this situation, it was probably one of the most plausible explanations within this series. Like it made perfect and complete sense about how they brought him back. And like you said, even how he ended up with his quote unquote adopted daughter that made, it, it was like really one of the most plausible stories they've ever told in the Fast and the Furious, given the whole, where the series, given where it's gone to now, they're pretty much like international super spies. So it made, it made, it made total and complete sense. Um, so I, and I am glad to see him back. And I, I agree with you again, gosh, what is happening to us? Um, that we, are we becoming that old married couple? No, they oh. disagree. See now, now you said it. You jinxed it. Now, now you jinxed it because now we're not going to become the old married couple, okay? But we have we found that Zen? Uh, but no, I was going to say, um, I forgot what I was going to say because we were agreeing so much. But yeah, it, it did make complete sense, and I loved it. And I agree with now. I I regained my train of thought. Okay, talk gibberish for a little bit, and it comes back. But I agree with you. I think that he has gotten a short stick as an actor outside of the series because he really is a good actor and he really is one of the fan favorites in the movie. And, uh, you know, so he and he he might be the glue that kind of holds the family together. I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
but what did you think about Charlize Theron's return as a cipher? Oh, that's my girl, yo. Like, she can do no wrong. Like, every time I see her, I was like, she gonna kick ass and she gonna make me cheer for her even though I shouldn't cheer for her. Yes. Um, I, I, I love her as Cypher. Like, I love her in the role of Cypher. Um, and Cypher was so slick from beginning to end. Like, how she ended up persuading Otto to let her out and to betray Jacob. But she did it so slick and smooth, Right. And she was like, guess who's back? And I'm like, I know. Go ahead, boo. Do your thing. Because um, you're going to fail anyway. But, you know. Um, but, no. I love um, Charlize Theron as um, Cypher. But here's who I love even more. Because when, now when you say, like, smaller smaller secondary characters, Queenie Shaw. Helen. Helen. Marin. Bow down to the dame. Yo. Like, she is a... <laughs> Like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to say it. She's a boss bitch. Like, she, she is, is a boss bitch. Like, I was like, yo, like her showing up and the, and she's not in the movie for that long. She's not there for that long. But gosh darn it, she don't own all the scenes that she is in. Like, we be like, Dom who? Like, oh. nobody care about Dom, Dom at that moment. It's all about Queenie Shaw. Um, And I will say that I feel the whole Shaw family is like that. Like, I think that um, all of them have had that movie presence where you focus on them when they were in the Fast and the Furious series. Going from Luke Evans, it's Luke Evans, right? That was his name? Mm -hmm. Going from Luke Evans to your boy. Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, to your boy, Jason Statham, to even, oh my gosh, Van Vanessa Kirby. Steven, Vanessa Kirby, and now Helen Marin playing their mother. Like, I think, like, overall, they have always owned the movies that they've been in when it comes to the Fast and the Furious series. Like, I I love each of their characters. Um, kind of a little bit um sad that they have they haven't found a moment to bring back Luke Evans. I don't know if maybe that's scheduling or whatever. Um, I would love to see Luke Evans come back into um the whole movie sphere, as well as Vanessa Kirby's character coming onto Fast and the Furious, because your fuel. Your feud is with The Rock, not with the other two. Um, but yes, but I, I love Helen Marin. Like, I feel like her name should be Helen fucking Marin. Like, like it's just... Like, Thank you. Or, or Helen Boss Bitch Marin. Yo, for go. real. She's a queen. Um, I loved her. Yeah, and what makes it even better is that she wanted, like, I think, when did she come in? We met her during six or seven. Oh, uh, six. Six. We met her during six. She wanted the role. Like, she was a huge fan of the series, mm -hmm. and when um, they heard that, you know, how big of a fan she was, and they were like, yeah, we've got to find a role for her, you know, and just her being who she is, she was like, yeah, and so this was the first time we actually got to see her drop, quote-unquote, drive and behind the wheel, and it was amazing, and I... I you can tell I who, who trained her kids. <laughs> yeah. I, I love her and I love her character and um, Luke Evans we got him at the end of seven I think too just a little bit once they broke him out of Supermax or yeah. whatever so he's probably back in hiding now but you know it was cute when she asked Dom she said so which one of my boys did you come for now or who did you know are you coming to find one of my kids like she just knows um, so I love that and of course um Jason Statham, which has me scared because at the end, uh, you know, he makes a little bit of a cameo 
And um, we know that there's some issues, some bad blood between him and Han, two of my favorites that needs to be settled. And um, I'm kind of scared of what justice for Han looks like. Like, does it mean that my boy gets killed off? Because you know, Please not, I, please not. Like, come on now. Like, and I, I loved him in the Hobbs and Shaw. Like, and I think Vanessa Kirby's character was more of a Hobbs and Shaw. So if they continue, which I think they are going to continue on that series, I... I'm for that because I actually enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw more than I thought I would. And, you know, again, it, it's The Rock, Jason Statham. You're not expecting out of this world acting, but it was great action. And Idris Elba was in here. So plug to Hobbs and Shaw if you have not seen it yet. Um, you know, so and like I said, we already talked about the F3 crew making their bumbling comeback, but it was cute. Um, speaking of the F3 crew and suspending belief, what did you think about how they got launched into space? It was stupid. It was stupid, but it made sense. Like, and I guess that's the thing I was looking for. Like, because when I heard this is the one where they go to space, and I'm like, how the hell are they going to work that out? Yes, it's stupid, but in the world of the Fast and the Furious, it made complete sense once you suspended your belief, you know, of a car being launched into space. Uh, but they picked the perfect two to do it, you know, um, Tyrese's character and Ludus's ludicrous character um fez and i call him fez and tez but you know um roman and taj <laughs> hey it's me i'm horrible with names but that's, <laughs> so now you know why i call him fez and tez but yeah um so i i thought yeah it's stupid but it made sense given what they were trying to accomplish in the movie so i guess for the fast and furious this one made a lot of sense I mean, yes, 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 because they just went as crazy as they possibly could, and it gets crazy and crazier every single um, movie. Um, but like, I think like my whole mindset of that is the crazier it becomes, the less interested I am because it just completely like breaks belief on um, the things that are going on now. Like, I'm just like, whoa, like who are your stunt people? Because that is amazing, and yet. Okay, like, it's just so much energy that goes into this. Um, so, yes, I mean, you know, it's very fast and furious on how they ended up in space. But I was just like, oh, Lord Jesus, like, where are you going next? Where, where, where are you going next? You want to go to a whole nother universe? You want to go to a whole nother planet? Like, like, like what, what are we doing next now, y'all? Well, like, we in space. God forbid Vin Diesel gets his way because he wants to do a fucking musical. And you know I'm not there for that. I love The Fast and the Furious, but I draw the line at a musical. I don't know if you've ever heard Vin Diesel sing. Like, he released two singles last year. Um, I don't know if I sent you those singles, but they are... You did not, and you better not. <laughs> oh, I didn't share that joy with you? What was I thinking? Um, I, I'm gonna do that. Like as soon as we finish, I right, with the next the next message you get from me is I'm gonna go somewhere and find those lovely singles. Yeah, um, it's not good. So definitely no to the Fast and the Furious uh, going um, the musical route. Just because we all know how I feel about musicals, and that would not be a good look or sound for this storied franchise. Um. So what did you think about the addition of John Cena as a middle brother um, who acted like a middle child, Jacob Toretto? Was he the middle child or was he the youngest? 
No, he's the middle child. It was Dom, Jacob, and and Mia. Okay. Um, So, okay. So we had a conversation about this uh, where I was just like, okay, so how are they going to explain how the same people that made Dom and Mia also made John Cena? Okay, because John Cena, there ain't no question about him being a white man. Okay, at least like, you know, Dom and Mia, like they look ambiguous. Okay, and also knowing their background, like I know there's more to it than them just being white. Um, so I like John, I like the role that he played. I think, I think the role that he played was really good. I think bringing that drama of having the brother Jacob Toretto come and just kind of finding out the whole backstory of how they ended up having a rift between him and his older brother, how he just lost contact with his family. Um, I love that whole storyline. And, and that's one thing that Fast and the Furious does very, very well is um, talking about that bond and the meaning of family Um, because they do throw that word out a lot and they really do truly show like what it means to be family, to be their family, Um, family that they chose rather than family that they're born into as well. Um, So I like that. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm happy with the fact that they explained, um, you know, how John Cena is the middle child and he the only one that, you know, looks the way that he looks. Um, I don't think that he would honestly be their brother if it was a realistic thing, but, um, but no, I love, I love the storyline. If I can, you know, it's the disbelief of Fast and the Furious. So if I take out the disbelief of that whole thing and them, him having the same parents as them, um, I love the storyline. I like the drama that came about the family drama of his backstory and everything like that and how he became who he is and how he always wanted to get up to his big brother and never could. Um, and then ultimately, you know, flip sides at the end when he was betrayed. Uh, well, as far as him looking away, it, looks, it happens. Um, you know, there are people, you know, like Jessica Alba, all her kids look exactly like her, except for the middle kid who has like red hair, like legit red hair. Um, you know, and in my family, uh, my mom is the only one who looks like her mom and everybody else is like much, much darker. So it, you can... It, it happens, and they did explain it well. I told you, he was a cool shade stunner. Owe it all to his mother. Ha <laughs> ha, you like how I worked that in there, didn't you? <laughs> Stop rolling your eyes at me through the internet. I hear you. Don't look at me with that tone. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I, I told you he was probably going to get it from his mom and they did adjust that he was the one that looked more like the mother. So it is possible. It happens. Um, I liked him. I must say I enjoyed him as Jacob more than I thought I would. I, that was the one that I was really lukewarm on that. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But um, I actually enjoyed his story. I love the back history, the backstory on the Toretto family. I love um, that we got to see Dom as he was younger, and the guy that they found to play their younger counterparts were great. I thought um, the young Dom, he was amazing, um, really, really good. And um, so we finally find out what Dom did to give him why he ended up in jail, why he ended up with that felony, yeah, and how um, he kind of it kind of takes us back to where we meet him um, in the first movie, in the first Fast and the Furious, in the OG, the original one. We see 
why Dominique Toretto is who he is in a sense. Um, so I love that it filled in the blanks. And you're right, it did a great job with that. Um, I, 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 I liked his character. I, I noticed though, with the exception of Cypher, um, so far, I don't know, it's like they haven't had a true big bad yet. Um, because usually who starts off as the big bad, like Luke Evans, Jason Statham, they all somehow end up switching and becoming good or goodish, you know. Um, so we'll see um, if if we get more of John Cena, which I don't think we've seen the end of his character. Um, I think they, they came too far, um, invested too much to just let that character ride off into the sunset, literally, quote unquote, um, but we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, so talking about that, um, I guess we should get into, we'll go ahead. What do you think they should do with Paul Walker's character? Kill him off. You think Kill him Paul? off. It's, it's, it's just, oh my God. Like, it's so annoying and how they talk like he's still, they should have killed him, I'm sorry. I know this may be an unpopular opinion, but I think people only think that they that they were right in keeping him alive because of how loved he was. All right. Like Paul Walker was a beloved person and his, you know, his character was so loved as well. But I think honestly that when he, when he ended up dying, it was a great thing when they used his brothers in order to like, you know, fill in the blanks for certain scenes that he just had not been able to um, record because he died too he just died too early um but the next movie they should have killed him off like I, I i do believe they should have killed him off um because it does not make it believable that between him and mia he would be the one that happened to stay home with the kids come on he's dom's best friend there's no way that he is staying home he would be right there so like i think that was the like one annoyance i have about this is that um, because they just want to keep him out there, they are never going to kill him off, and they know they should. It's just like at the ending when they were like, oh, hold on, we're waiting for one person. Oh, he's coming, and then you see somebody driving a car. Okay. But we ain't never going to see him. Thank goodness um, there's more movies left, though. Yeah, and you know, I have to, gosh, what is happening today? I'm going <laughs> to agree with you, but I'm going to disagree with you. I agree that they need to let the character go. Um, I understand why they didn't do it in seven. Um, they shouldn't have done it in seven. I think eight was probably a little bit too close to seven. Um, but nine um, would have been a great time, especially towards the end. I think it could have brought when he never showed up. I think that could have opened the door to 10. And You're sure right. us getting to that could have been the mystery or the, the thing that carried us over into number 10 and why he never shows up and ultimately that character um, being killed off. Because I agree with you at this point, um, you know, when I said I went back and I rewatched the movies, I did. And it was hard to watch, especially seven. Um, I was fine, but when I got to seven, because I know his death occurred during seven, it was a little bit more difficult. And the ending of seven, it still brought a tear to my eye. But I think that it, they do need to find a way to respectfully um, pay tribute and homage to Brian. But it's time to let the character go because it doesn't do us as a fans 
it does us a great disservice to keep hinting um, because you, you remember the one thing I said is I know they're not about to have anybody looking like Paul Walker get out this car. I know they're not about to use one of his brothers or CGI him getting out the car because that would be the ultimate disservice. And so I think just keep, you can still, he can still be beloved and you can still honor his memory. Um, but the way they're doing it now, I think is doing us a disservice as fans of the series. Um, so that's just my opinion, but I do agree with you that it would be probably time to find a way to write him out um, of the series very respectfully and pay homage. And if you want to do that with the next two movies, spend the next two mo movies figuring out what happened to Brian and why, I think that would be a great way to go out and a great way to pay tribute to Paul Walker, um, who was, like you said, a cornerstone to the series. And I agree with you. That was probably of all the things, even going in the space, that was probably one of the things I found the most um, unbelievable is, yeah, there's no way Brian would be the one to stay at home. He had you jumping off of buildings in Rio when you were pregnant. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. um, he he was he you know, he was Dom's ride or die. So there's no way that would happen. Um, but yeah, um, one of the things I love and we kind of hinted at it. Um, I love the women in the series. I love how the women have come full circle. Um, and I love how the women they're not afraid to let the women kick ass in this series. Charlize Theron as the big bad cypher. And I hope she stays bad. I hope she's not one that kind of uh, converts to the other side. And you can kind of tell that her motives are ambiguous. She's one of those bad guys that's not always fully bad. It's like you think, you see her motives where sometimes she has the right intentions because when they wanted her to hack that whatever, that federal building or whatever, she's like, you want me to have to place with all the launch codes and do this and this and give you unfettered access to this? You know, so it was just like, you, you kind of saw it, but that she's middle of the road. But like I said, from Helen Mirren being, you know, kicking ass as Queenie Shaw, just walking out of um, a party with a $2 million stolen emerald necklace, necklace like it's nothing to it. Uh, you know, even Mia getting in some action. Letty, of course, has always been a badass. Uh, Han's adopted daughter having her scenes as a badass. I love the badass women. And there's been talk about them doing um, a female-led spinoff. And I, I, I'm there for it. I would love it. I, I like seeing women take the lead in action movies and stuff like that. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think they were really um, badass all around. Um, I will say that I don't think that um, Ramsey got enough. I think they went a little too... I, I, I feel like she, she she's on the comedic like crew and I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of her kind of being on the comedic crew with um, Tyrese and Ludacris um, and their characters. Um, did you notice that it was all the black people who were the comedic roles of the movie? The comic, the comic relief. Yes, you notice that. Um, just to put that out there, that's one reason why I was just like, no. Can we go back to the fact of saying that she's probably the smartest one in the whole crew? Um, you know, and she can hack everything, and yet they didn't really use her like that too much. Um. But yeah, no, I do like it. Um, I'd like to see if Vin Diesel allows a female um, 
version of Fast and the Furious to come out, spinoff to come out. Um, Cause you know, he hates when the attention isn't on him. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I really did like that. I did have like one thought. So like, I am still kind of like waiting for, and I know they're probably never going to come up cause they're like gone forever. But like, you know, in, what is it? It's not Fast Five. It's no, Fast Five. I think it is. Um, when they went to Rio, right? Mm-hmm. And so you get to meet like one of his, one of the members of his old crew, because they all ended up escaping. But what happened to the other two, the other two dudes that was in the crew? Um, you, you, you like, we're never going to see them again. And I know like people are probably not thinking of that, but like that comes into my head every time I go and watch a Fast and the Furious movie. I'm just like, they brought back um, Vinny. But what about the other two? I forgot what their names were. Um so that would be interesting if they could maybe see about bringing them two back at some point before the series completely ends. Like doing a whole full circle, but really bringing back like the old crew as well, because they also grew up with Dom, um, Letty and Mia and Jacob and all of them. So, you know, just to kind of to kind of see them would be very, very interesting. Um, I, yeah, I had totally forgotten about him, but I was like, yeah, because Vinny died. You're right. Um, I don't know. Maybe they, you know, maybe they didn't hit it off with him. Um, maybe you know, like you said, let's just face it. Vin Diesel signs off on pretty much everything except for the Hobbs and Shaw. And I, I don't even think that it was the fact that Hobbs and Shaw got a spinoff. I think that it got a spinoff during the Fast and the Five series. You know, um, I think it's the fact of the Rock is more popular than him, and that hurt his feelings. Yeah, and that they spun it off during the middle of, and and that was that was a big thing that it was taking away the attention from the original series. I think so. Um, I know there was a big thing with them in Universal about that. Um, he supposedly is on board with an all-female spinoff, and like I just said, it would probably happen after the series wraps, after the next two movies. Um, but I would be really interested in that. And Michelle. Rodriguez, I credit her for a lot of that because um, there was a great article in Entertainment Weekly where she was talking about how hard she fought to make Letty more than just eye candy um, because in the first in the first iteration of the original script, that's all they had her do. They had her there for was just being eye candy. I'm like, anyone thought Michelle Rodriguez even then was just going to come on and just be eye candy for someone? They were kind of crazy to think she that. She has a look though. Yeah, she she's a very beautiful woman, but just, you know, thinking that that's all she was going to uh, do and allow herself to be portrayed as, is, I was like, oh, okay. But it's nice to know that she fought for that and to see how far they've come. And I agree with you with Ramsey. Um, it is, and I, I felt bad when I said, it. I'm like, Ramsey, and it is kind of hard to forget about her, easy to forget about her and leave her in here because they do kind of just seem to use her as comic relief and don't really play up on the fact that she is probably the smartest one in there. And Fez or Tez, Ludacris's character is actually really smart too. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes that gets lost in the shovel of him, of it his does. scene partner mostly being Roman, um, you know, or Tyrese's character who is the a complete, idiot. what would you call Yeah, you would call He's him the idiot. luckless or hapless idiot who just happens to luckily somehow not get killed. But, you know, um, again... I, I think that would be that would be very interesting. And uh, Cardi B and her whole thirty seconds of movie, she's gonna be in the Fast Ten. So I don't know what that I'm is gonna about be. That. About. 
I think she huh? did great. I think she, she did, did great in, on her in small her whole thirty role. seconds. Her thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, did. I'm really excited on seeing like what she brings to the table in um the tenth movie. Yeah. What do you? Okay. So um, before we wrap this up, what would you think? What would you like to see from the tenth movie? Where do you think they could go? Like, I guess somewhat realistically besides fighting aliens in another universe what are some of the things you would like to see so i i actually like the idea that you brought up eddie on making the 10th and probably the 11th movie kind of on um kind of a revenge story on um brian being killed um you know maybe a past enemy going after brian maybe cypher ends up killing brian however that goes um brian ends up being killed and it's kind of getting back at the person who kills Brian um, kind of thing. And then moving on from there with them coming together in the 11th movie and just doing a final stint before, you know, they really do retire uh, or go off into the sunset. I don't know how that's going to work. But the 10th movie, I would really like them to make that decision to um, let go of the Brian character and have the story revolve around how they deal with that, especially Dom. I think that would be really, really good for Vin Diesel's character um, on just kind of dealing with that. Um, yeah, so so that that that's what that's what I'm thinking for the tenth. They're not gonna do it, but that's what I'm thinking for the tenth. Yeah, it it would add great drama and help Homeboy with his acting range. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. And, and I say that because I already said that you don't go into the Fast and Furious for acting. It's just a, it's just mindless fun to me. I know I can turn off my mind um, when I'm watching the Fast and the Furious or any of those movies, and I love it, and I'm here for it. And, you know, to me, the series really started at 5. I guess they can want to say F4 was the reboot, but F5 was when it just really took off. And, you know. Um, all right. So, and I agree. Um, but we'll see what they have planned for 10 and 11, which are going to come way too soon. And I, I do want to see more Hobbs and Shaw because, um, you know, I love me some Jason Statham. I do want to see Helen Mirren. I hope she has a bigger role in the next Yo, two. Yo, you better that. bring back the queen. Yes, the dame, the, the boss, the boss bitch that she is who gave a whole interview from her bathtub. I, I think she was on Colbert. It, it was amazing. Um, so what would you rate F9. Um, I'm going to rate F9 a 2.75. Um, it was typical Fast and the Furious movie, the action, the stunts, like the ridiculousness. They end up in space. They actually end up in space. Um, I love the fact that they found a way to bring back Han. That was a believable story. It wasn't like me rolling my eyes at it. I love that Han is back. I hope that he sticks around. I even like, I'm okay with his um, adopted daughter, like coming fully into the crew as well. Um, so I'm definitely excited to see what comes next, but it was a typical Fast and the Furious movie. The acting is horrible. They can't, like, they, like you said, they don't go into Fast and the Furious for the acting, right? Like they're not picking this movie to throw out their acting chops. Like they just do this for the fun of it as well as for the popularity of it. It's a very popular series. One thing I would like them to do is please really go back to focusing on the racing. That is why we fell in fell in love with this series. I think they've gone away too far away from the whole um, fast cars um, series. Fat, you know, fast cars part of the series. So I would like to see that in ten and eleven. Them going back to like the original concept. Um, you know, bringing it home like that. 
but yeah, but it, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. I, I you know it it was it wasn't bad. It's just I can't give it higher than two point seven five just because you know I mean it's Fast and the Furious. What well, about you? I'm rating it on a Fast and Furious scale. So you know, um, in in comparison to the other Fast and Furious movies, because it, it's a saga, it it just rates itself. Um, I'm gonna give it a three point seven five. Um, Again, that's on the Fast and the Furious scale. Um, and as for what it was, um, I was going to give it a four, but the, I, I, I'm really the Brian thing. And I, I hate saying that because it's Paul Walker. And I know it, it, it hurts. It cuts deep. But they really, really need to find a way to put that to rest, like to do something respectable with it and stop teasing us with it because we all know. And it, 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 it's not actually doing... For me, it's not doing what I what they what I think they think it's doing. So, um, yeah, a three point seven five, and that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wine Gown. Please be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify Podcasts. And you can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news as well as other amazing kernels nuggets of pop culture goodness at thepopcornwindown.com that's it that's the plug our anniversary is coming up Tammy has promised me a popcorn sound effect pop 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 so um thank you as always and be sure to join us next week when we discuss the black widow yay I'm so excited about that me too all right so until next time I'm Eddie and I'm Tammy bye Peace. Thank <laughs> you.